Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Running Sprint, joined by our main interviewee of the last main podcast, Holly Orr. Holly, welcome back. Thank you very much. Um, so we'll dive straight into it. Um, for anyone new listening to the podcast, The Sprint is where we just kind of try and jump in with our main interviewee of the week and learn a bit more about them and uh, a bit more about the social side of uh, the sport and kind of their experiences of it uh, thus far. So uh, jump in with the first question for you, Holly. Obviously, as serial walk attendee and um, multiple banquet attendee, therefore, what was what was the best banquet you experienced over your international career? Oh, uh, Sweden. Sweden. What, well, why Sweden? Um, I think we If you're nailed- allowed to say <laughs> I think we probably nailed the outfits on that one. That was particularly good. We went in IKEA. We all made outfits out of IKEA bags, um, and it was top effort from everyone involved. Uh, I don't think we've discussed yet um, the outfits for the banquets. No, oh, we haven't. No, it's like the top. I mean, even the concept of outfits at a banquet. Oh, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, so I guess most people don't realise that at the banquet, all the teams come in sort of fan. Fancy dress is the wrong word, but they all dress the same, so they have their own theme for the banquet. Um, we've had sumo wrestlers, the police, um, some horrific multicoloured lycra, uh, <laughs> anything and everything goes and nothing also goes, which has been an interesting concept. Literally. Some of them, literally nothing, yep. Um, Looking so, at yeah. Hector Haynes, Pete Hodgkinson on that one, I think. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, in uh, Sweden we had three IKEA bags each, I think, and a stapler, <laughs> and it was kind of do what you want. But yeah, it was it was good fun. It was a big warehouse, and it was just carnage as ever. Yeah, you just get to let your head down at the end of the week, eh? And um, kind of linked to that, which I mean, it could be linked to that. It could not. It could just be back on your normal career. What's the uh, what's the biggest mistake you've ever seen anyone make at an orienteering competition? Oh, was it Mina Kaupi in France? Oh, God, yeah, that was awful. Yeah. What happened? Oh, As do you not know this one, Catherine? She oh, didn't find the first control or something. <laughs> was it the first control? Yeah, it was the first control. So it was this big, massive downhill leg in the uh, the walk long, was it, Holly? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you ran that race, didn't you? No, I ran the middle on the sprint oh, right. that year, yeah. I think the long was one of the hardest long distances ever, maybe, wasn't it? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, but there's this big, massive downhill leg and kind of three aid stations on this track which bisected the leg. And I think Cowpie just got to the got to the track and was up to 10 metres away from one of the aid stations, didn't see it, or the first aid points, and then running up and down this track for, I don't know, 20 minutes and just jacked it in straight away. <laughs> didn't even find the first control at World Champs. Unfortunately, all on GPS on the big screen in the arena. Um, yeah. But I, I think there was somebody. Yeah, there was somebody else in the middle that year. I think one of the Estonians that went off the map in the middle distance to such an extent that he went into the uh, relay area and got the relay team disqualified for the next day. <gasps> oh, really? That's bad. I, oh, I have that's seen- worse. That is, yeah, that is even worse. I've seen quite a few, some of the ones who start really, really early. I remember seeing in Estonia, there was like, in the middle distance, the bit of the north end of the map, loads of people going really wrong. Some mm. like Turkish athletes and like Colombian athletes just 
oh my goodness, the GPS tracks were impressive. Cowpie did have the best comeback at that walk, though. Yeah, she did she then in... annihilate everyone in the relay, so... Yeah, but after going from control one to control six to control two, I seem to remember. <laughs> and she still came through and won it at the end. That's yes. also some great GPS. Yeah, that's a really good relay to watch. That's quite inspirational, I think, if you were looking for something. Struggling in a dark winter night. Yeah. <laughs> when lockdown really gets to you. Sorry, what'd you say? Did you run the relay at that one? Yeah, I did. Uh, I think it maybe did last leg. Or, or second, can't remember. It was really cool. That's some fantastic terrain. That is amazing, actually, yeah, yeah. Some of the hardest stuff there is out there, I think. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, so get, going back to slightly more um, banquet-related, <laughs> if you could... Uh, Try to keep them on the on that theme since you said that you know it's alcohol's the thing you picked up since you um <laughs> left the international scene. Um, if you uh if you could have a dream international relay team, it can be it can be mixed. It can be just women. It can be just men and you. Um, who would it uh who would it include? But you've got to take them to the banquet afterwards as well. Oh, that's a tricky one. I'd probably. So let's go mix sprint relay because that's a bit easier. Uh, oh yeah, good choice. Well, because then you get a bit of a bit of both. I think more people though. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but you know, three is a raspberry, so you've got four is a bit more of a crowd. Ah, uh, there we go. Um, yeah. Another woman. I would maybe go to close to home and go for uh, Megan. Okay. Oh yeah. Is that allowed? Does it have to be? Yeah. Inter- no, no. You you can pick anyone. It can be your mum. It can be your dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'll leave that one. Yeah, maybe go, maybe go for Megan, and then on the men's side, I would maybe go for. Oh, this is like this is that's a really tough question. They don't have to be British. Yeah, it's all right. I don't want any of the British boys. Nah, they're rubbish. They're all boring as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely not uh, Peter. He'd be the worst. <laughs> Uh, men, right, come on, quick fire Frederick Tranchon He's a oh, nice yeah, guy good he, He'd be pretty good in the team, I think And then, are we, I mean, do they have to be Are we aiming to win the relay and then go to the banquet? Or is this uh, If you want to celebrate properly Yeah, yeah okay okay. Yeah, Frederick Tranchon And then, maybe Tim Robertson mm, Shout Good team, yeah I think it's, it's a very good team, actually Probably good at the banquet Yeah, I'd be letting the team down, but you know we might just oh. be able to hold our own. I, nah, I think a, you guys are doing pretty well. On to the uh, on to the next one. What is um? What's your favourite from uh, from Eucla or Tio? Uh, Eucla. Tio is absolutely freezing. Because <laughs> <laughs> most people we've had on have said, "Oh, well, I've got to say Tio because I run for a Swedish club." You know, that's that's. Oh no, that's, that's rubbish. Creepy. I bet if you ask them honestly, they would say Eucla. <laughs> <laughs> Simply because of the weather? Well, maybe, but Eucla, it's like going to your, you know, your summer fete down the roads if you go to Tio and then going to the, you know, the, the festival the next week, which would be mm-hmm. Venla or Eucla. They're just quite, they're, they're a different feel, definitely. I think if you were to choose one, it'd be Eucla. Definitely. Um, we'll, we'll just round it up with a couple, of, uh, a couple of quick ones. We haven't had this one in a while. But it seemed to see it caused some controversy a few uh, a few months ago. Is um, do you do you tape your laces up before you race or do you not? No, magic knot. Oh, the infamous magic knot. Yeah. 
Who every taught time. you the magic knot? Uh, Tony over Donovan taught me the magic knot. Ah. And has it, has it always, always served you well? It has. I think that was probably 2004, and I've never taped releases since. Wow. Oh, bloody hell, right. That's pretty good. Most people, most people take them. They're like, cannot even have that chance of them coming undone in you know a major race. There's no way they're going to come undone. Tape all the way. No. You got a lot of trust. Feel safe. Yeah, not. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Share the love. <laughs> and then a final one, um, just on the topic that we spoke about in the main interview uh, on the last episode on the uh, the SIR point on the JK. Um, what what's your choice? Emit emit tag, SI or SIR? I'd probably I don't like beeping noises, so the SIR really annoys me. Um, mm. And well, because it because d- it distracts you because it gives your position away to other people who might be lurking and finding a control. No, it's just irritating. <laughs> you know, you, you've you've been you know you've been there. You you don't. It's flashing at you. That's all right. You don't need it to. It's like having okay. your mum nag you in the background. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean Emit has a has a chance? Emit has a chance, but then I would always go old school with the the SI. You miss that. There's like you used to work on that technique. You know, running up, slowing down, punching. This is yeah. that skill's gone. It's a lost yeah. art. <laughs> that is true, actually. The the art of the getting the Emit brick right at the correct angle so you don't have to flip it around everywhere as well yeah takes I remember serious practice there was the Swedish team did something before SIR came out and I remember reading some article and they sort of measured how much time people lost their gains due to their deceleration and acceleration skills and Tova's was unreal and she gained like actual seconds against other competitors on each control because her acceleration and deceleration was so good. Really? Yeah. So then, and then wow. her punching technique. I yeah, that I've still impressive. missed that. You know, like running up the running, trying to like spot exactly where the SI is and like absolutely nail the finish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a thing of the past soon. Well, not at all races because I've definitely come unstuck recently where I've um. Thought oh, that it was an SIR punch. Free and it's not. Oh. Swiped over the top, got ten meters beyond it, and had to <laughs> embarrassingly jog back. Oh, there was somebody. Oh, I was watching the Swedish sprint champs, and um, Anastasia Anastasia Denisova just crossed the line like it was like a regular, like it was a mat, and you just had to cross it, and you actually had to punch the finish, and it was like <laughs> she had to go back and just punch it, and I think she ended up in fourth place. But oh, really? I don't think the time she lost enough time going beyond it and coming back that uh, it would have meant a medal for her. But yeah, she like was in fourth place. Ooh. Ouch. Brutal. Mm. Not good. Savage. Oh man. Maybe that's the biggest mistake we've seen people make then in uh No, that gym. was it wasn't it wasn't as big enough to, to cost her a medal, so I'd go no. But pretty no, pretty silly on you know like swedish national tv yeah just out oh just out we'll give her the benefit of the doubt just out of practice <laughs> yeah sure like not done her punching drills throughout lockdown clearly yeah yeah anyway on that on that note we'll uh we'll leave it there holly thanks very much for jumping on with us and um and you know contributing to 
to the podcast and uh, yeah best of luck for the coming months and maybe see you hopefully see you at an event sometime in the future yeah no you're welcome nice talking to you both